Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon Young. Shannon, how are you today? Hey, Sandy. I am quite well, thank you. How about yourself? I'm doing great. We had a little rain last night. We're going to get a little rain today, and then we've got summer next week, and it's coming. It's very cool. And you know, it's interesting. We always start off talking about the weather. (laughs) Well, it's what we've got right now. (laughs) Everybody's got weather, but it kind of sets the tone for the day sometimes. So if the sun's out, it's all happy, and if it's rainy, it's cozy, and you hunker down. You're a summer person, and so the closer we get to summer, the more excited you get. That is true. I just like that we all believe in ourselves and love to be warm and cozy, and sun helps that. It does help that. It's amazing. I'm one of those people who really loves snow Uh and dark, stormy, thunderous weather. (laughs) But you can only do that so long. And even if you love being in that cozy mode, there is a magic that happens when you step out into the sun, physically, mentally, and metaphorically. I think there's definitely something to that. And I know we get vitamin D, there are actual physical benefits of being out in the sun, but there are definitely mental and emotional benefits too. So I think one of the things that we talk about in our podcast is becoming your own sunshine, learning how to shine on yourself. Oh, I like that. And that's true. We're exploring that a little bit further today. Our topic is believing in yourself, which is different from loving yourself and liking yourself. It is different, but usually if you love and like yourself, you probably have some level of believing in yourself too. They go hand in hand. It's all back to self-esteem. If you know you're a capable, competent, lovable, valuable person, which is what having positive self-esteem is, then you believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. I was talking to a woman the other day who doesn't believe in herself. She was telling me all kinds of limiting beliefs, reasons why she can't do what she wants to do. She has plans to start her own business. She's not really happy in her job. I said, well, cool. You know what you want to do. What's the next step? How can you move ahead? And she's like, oh, it'll never work. I don't have the money and nobody believes in me anyway. They don't want me to do it. They like me doing where I am. Mm. It made me really sad she did not believe in herself enough to create the life she wants. Yeah. I thought maybe we should share with our listeners about the importance of believing that you can do whatever you want to do. That's important. Let's hit it. Okay. When you believe in yourself, it means you have faith in your own capabilities. You know you can do something and you'll always find a way to make it happen. We all know people like that. Look at back at all the amazing inventions there are out there. There are people who just kept believing this needs to happen and I know how to do it and I will make it happen. You know that if things don't work out, it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It just means you learned a lesson that this particular step isn't the way to go. So we'll find a new step instead of internalizing it and saying, oh, well, see, I can't do anything. Right. And saying, I know how to do this doesn't necessarily mean you know how to do this. It means you know how to try to do yes, this. And the more exactly. you try, the more possibilities you eliminate and the closer you get to success. Yeah. You overcome the self-doubt and have the confidence to take action and get things done. We watch a show on the History Channel about inventions, Mm -hmm. and it's all about how people long ago 
had amazing ideas and everybody thought they were crazy and they tried to make it work and it didn't work and they tried again and it didn't work and they tried again and it didn't work. And then they tried one more time and it worked. They created amazing things like electricity for Pete's sake or telephones Mm -hmm. that impact all of us. And it was because those people overcame their self-doubt, took action and got things done. They made it happen. That's one of the reasons that Contemporary wisdom will say, if you have a goal, don't talk about it to people. Maybe tell one or two very trusted people who you know will support you and encourage you. Right. But the more you talk about it, the more likely you are to be dissuaded from pursuing that goal. Because you start allowing other people's opinions to creep in there. And there are plenty of people out there who will say, oh, you're never going to make that happen. And they don't believe in you. And they might impact how you believe in you. That's really not okay. You have to define yourself, not let other people's opinions define you. You have to have the self-confidence and self-trust and self-respect to say, I know what I'm doing. I may not have it all worked out, but I see the end result and I'm going to take steps to make it happen and I'll have to experiment a little to get there, but it will work. And then you set boundaries around what you will and will not tell, what you will and will not accept from other people. Yeah. It's about accepting that you're not perfect, nobody's perfect, and that's okay. You just need to be the best you you can be. Mm -hmm. And then just accept all of that. Be proud of yourself. And if there are things that you don't like about yourself, work to change them. And if you can't change them, don't worry about it. Exactly. And you just have to be willing to try new things and not be defeated or discouraged if they don't instantly work. You just Mm -hmm. move ahead and shift your mode or whatever it was you were doing. So maybe the next one will work. Just keep moving forward. What is the saying? Failing forward. Yes, right. That's it. Yes. And carry yourself in a way that's self-assured. There's something really gratifying about sticking with something, even when it's not going perfectly. If you're making any progress at all, it feels really good if you can look at it that way. And if you hold your head high and speak in a confident voice, other people will start to believe in you. You will feel internally better. It's really interesting how you carry your body impacts how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. That if you walk around all slumped over with your head down looking at the ground, first of all, you don't come across as being confident or capable at all. And you don't feel competent and capable. If you stand tall, hold your head up, look out at the world, make eye contact with people, that really helps in believing in yourself. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about this a bit before, but initially, where does that belief in self come from? It comes from when you were a child. From the day you were born, you received input on how valuable you were. If somebody picked you up and loved you when you cried and changed your diaper when you were wet and gave you food when you were hungry, you decided that oh, I must be important. These people are paying attention to me. My needs are met. This is cool. But if you were not treated well, or if you were yelled at a lot instead of cooed and sung to, you may have decided, oh, I'm not worth anything. Nobody cares. How you were treated by others originally defined what you believed about yourself. Mm -hmm. Your family, your friends, your community, 
when you got to school, how the other kids treated you, how the teachers treated you. As your network expanded, you got more and more information on how people felt about who you were. And when you were little, you didn't know enough to challenge that. You just believed it. So if you're fortunate enough to be raised by people who loved you and met your needs, but also taught you you were capable and competent, they didn't overindulge you, you learned that you could be capable and competent and you're lovable and valuable. Mm -hmm. But if you weren't, if others defined you according to their needs, not yours, if they yelled at you when you cried because you were six months old and six months old babies cry, but it inconvenienced them. So they got mad. You learned that what was important to you wasn't important to them. They were defining who you were, but it was really their problem. It wasn't yours. I like how you say you decided when they treated you a certain way, you decided. I think when we're really young, that it's certainly not a conscious decision. It's just everything inside you is still being molded. You come to the conclusion that you're not valuable or worthwhile. But when you become an adult and you can start looking at these things and the messages that you got when you were young and how that affects the patterns that you're engaged in now and how you define yourself, that's when you can decide. When you can say, hey, that was crappy and that wasn't true. And then you make the decision to reverse those messages and start repeating the messages to yourself that you want reinforced. Right. And if you don't do that, you grow up with lots of limiting beliefs, like the woman I was talking about who had all those reasons why she can't do something. It won't work. I'm not smart enough. I don't have enough money. Nobody wants it anyway. And you'll always feel fear and self-doubt. You focus on surviving and maintaining where you are instead of thriving, staying mm -hmm. in your comfort zone, because you don't have the self-confidence enough to step out of your comfort zone. Yeah. It can be really easy to get stuck in this kind of a cycle because if you let these self-doubts and negative messages about yourself creep in and don't address them and reverse them, they become their own loop and then that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more yeah. you doubt yourself, the less you try, the less you try, the more you fail, the more you fail, the more discouraged you get, the more discouraged you get, the more you stop trying. Right. And the more you doubt yourself. <laughs> Right. If you need to berate yourself for something, do it productively. <laughs> I think we've all been in a situation where something didn't go the way we want it to. And we know on some level that we sabotaged ourselves somewhere. And being yeah. able to say, okay, realistically, I blew this. <laughs> yeah, right. I had the opportunity to do this correctly. And for whatever reason, I made some decision somewhere not to, but then learn from it and let it go. Don't hang on to that stuff. It doesn't serve you at all. Yeah. When you make poor choices that you may have known at the time were poor, or you may have thought they were the right way to go, and you found out later they were the wrong choices. Learn the lesson and move mm -hmm. on. Don't take it personally. Don't make it define who you are because you made a mistake. We grow and learn from mistakes. Yes. I'm going to go back to, you know, Edison who invented the light bulb and all that. He made so many mistakes, thousands, but eventually he figured it out because he never said, oh, well, I must just be stupid. It's all just an experiment. It doesn't have to be a straight line between here and success because ultimately what you're doing is experimenting. What's the best way to make this work? Well, who knows until we give it a shot. Right. And that's all he was doing was experimenting. And that's what you're doing. Exactly. As long as you believe in yourself, you'll do that. But mm -hmm. when you don't, you just throw in the towel and give up. 
and then we'd still be using candles because it would be <laughs> it would be really dark without electricity. When you don't believe in yourself, you start looking to other people to define you and you look for their appreciation, their accolades. And that doesn't work because if you don't get them, then you just give up. That's giving away your power. Exactly. Exactly. You have to be able to support and empower yourself. And if other people want to appreciate what you're doing, that's cool. But if they don't, you don't internalize it and say, oh, well, they don't think I've got this, so I'm just going to dump it. And if you don't believe in yourself, it also impacts your ability to find the joy in your life. You just walk around feeling like a failure who can't do anything. And it sends you down that road to losing trust and respect. Exactly. In yourself, which then affects absolutely everything else you do. Yes. And it lets everybody else control you. That is not a happy place to be. Eleanor Roosevelt said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. I love that saying. Isn't that fabulous? People can say whatever they want to say, and they can think whatever they want to think, but you do not have to take it in as truth or internalize it or believe it. Mm -hmm. You give them permission to rip you apart, and you set up your boundaries, and you say, well, that may be the way you feel. This is what I think about me, and this is what I think about what I'm doing, and I'm going to keep on. So thank you very much. You don't have to say any of that to this person. I mean, what I found in my life is if there's somebody who doesn't believe in me or who thinks that what I'm trying to do is silly and that I'll never make it, there's no point in talking to that person about it. I don't need to prove my worth to them. I know my worth. And if you can't see it, you're lost. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Don't try and, oh no, I'm totally worthwhile. And what I'm doing is totally worthwhile. Just say, okay, that's your opinion. Sorry, you're missing out on the wonderfulness that I'm creating in my world. Yeah, right. Exactly. Have you ever had a situation like that? Yes, but not in a huge way. Not like I had a giant goal that I was trying to reach that I told people about and they told me I couldn't make it work. And that makes me question if that's because I've never had huge goals. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. I think you've done a lot of amazing things in your life. (laughs) But then I don't know if I think differently than other people. I think what motivates me is different in that if I'm going in a direction or trying to achieve something, it's because there's a feeling in me that that's the right thing to do. So it isn't so much like I'm trying for this as it is this is the direction the universe wants me to go in, so I'm going to go. And if it doesn't turn out, it doesn't turn out, but I'm doing this because it feels right. And I think there's something different about that. Yes. How about you? Oh, wow. I've mentioned before that when I was young and in elementary school and all, I was bullied. First, it tore me down and made me feel awful, as bullies hope to do. Then as I got older, I realized, well, that was their problem, not mine. And I'm actually okay. I did look at myself and said, okay, am I a bad person? Am I stupid? Am I ugly? Am I mean and rotten? No, I'm not. I'm okay. Maybe it's their problem. From that point on, whatever I decided to do or not do, I didn't really listen. Like you said, I didn't tell a lot of people what I was going to do. It's like when we started our podcast, that was terrifying for me because I don't do things like this. (laughs) I do now, but I didn't tell anybody. Mm -hmm. except you, of course, until we got it going and we figured it out. And then I said, hey, we're doing this thing. But if I'd done it ahead of time, I might have gotten negative feedback. I didn't need to deal with that. Mm -hmm. 
I think if you're in that mode where you want to make something happen, but you're really feeling like you need to tell people about it, I would suggest getting really quiet and listening to why you think you need feedback. Maybe it's just you need help with certain steps. Maybe you're like me and you need to talk to process, in which case you need one person who you know will really support you and not talk about it to other people who you can then run things by. It always helps to have a little bit of counsel if you're unsure where to go. Right. But if you're feeling like you need to talk to people about it, it may just be because you're really looking for somebody to say, oh, yeah, you can do that, which you can give yourself. Yes. And you don't want to risk them saying, oh, no, there's no need for that. There are 47 of those out there already. (laughs) Don't open the door to that. Mm -hmm. You just believe in yourself. Say, this is what I want to do. These are the steps I'm going to take. I might find a trusted advisor or really close friend who will be in my corner if I need feedback or technical knowledge or whatever, like we did with our podcast. Mm -hmm. We needed Kelly, our fabulous editor, to help put it all together. We still do. (laughs) We still do every single time. She's amazing. But we didn't run around and say to everybody, oh, look, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We waited and we did it. And then we said, look at what we've done. If there isn't anybody in your current circle that you feel like can give you the kind of support you need, find a mentor. And there are organizations that can help you, especially if it's small business related or if you're trying to get into a certain field, put some feelers out and see if there's somebody who can become your mentor because that person's job is to support you and guide you. And if they critique you, it will be a constructive criticism, not you can't do this. It's not doable. So what to do when you have trouble believing in yourself? First of all, you need to look at what your reputation with you is. Mm -hmm. Identify what's getting in the way. Look at how you were raised and what you were taught about who you are. Identify the limiting beliefs and limiting messages that you're telling yourself about who you are. Mm -hmm. What kind of self-talk is going on in your head? This requires a little bit of a shift because it means not just being the messages. It means being able to separate yourself from them and look at them as separate from you. And it's important to look at why these messages were given to you. As I said earlier, when you were small and you had needs, but maybe your mother and father were fighting all the time and didn't have time to deal with you and you were just an annoyance or something and you picked up on these messages. They may not have said anything, but you could just interpret energy and what's going on that made you feel unimportant But it really wasn't about you at all. It was about them, Mm -hmm. what was going on with them. So identify that now that you're an adult and you can look back on it and say, where did those messages come from and why do I have them? What was going on with the people who gave them to me? It was their problem, not yours. Pay attention to how those messages make you feel. Because if they make you feel horrible, then they're probably not the right messages for you. Byron Katie, who is amazing, has a process she calls doing the work, and it Mm -hmm. involves asking yourself a series of questions. And the first question is, is it true? Is the message that you're hearing or feeling or telling yourself, is it true? And the next question is, no, really, is it true? (laughs) Right. Because what I've noticed when I'm feeling really bad about something that didn't go right, or I'm telling myself you were stupid, or just really blew that, or they must think you're just such an idiot. 
it feels awful. And what that feeling is, is my actual inner self, the best part of me, the real me saying, this message is baloney. (laughs) It feels bad because it's not correct. Right. Yes. So if you're feeling horrible about a message, first of all, look at it and go, okay, did I do something terrible on purpose? Like, was I actually responsible for whatever this awful thing is? If you were, you can change it. But if it's just a message that you're getting that says you are not worthwhile, gosh, it even makes me feel sick to say that. (laughs) Yes, because it's so untrue. Right. It's because it's false. That's why you feel that way. Like you're saying, you identify and love your inner child that little person in there, identify the limiting beliefs and reframe them. Go from you can't do that to I can, I will, I have what it takes. Create positive statements like that and then be willing to take emotional risks. Part of this is choosing who you surround yourself with. Absolutely. You know, if everybody in your life is telling you, yeah, you can't do that, it might be time for new friends. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. It might mean limiting the amount of time you spend with certain family members, and you don't have to make a huge decision right now that you're going to eliminate somebody from your life, but it might eventually go there. I mean, that's part of claiming your power is deciding who and what you allow into your world. And if there are people who do nothing but bring you down, you might want to look at that. Uh huh. And you can let them go or distance yourself from them or whatever needs to happen, or just sort of disregard what they choose to say if it's negative and controlling. Mm -hmm. And then you go find positive people. Yeah. Remember that if other people are saying things to you that are hurtful or that are not true or that make you feel less than, that is not about you. That is about them and how they see themselves. Just like the bullies, you know, long, long ago, or even now there are bullies, They are bullies because they are unhappy human beings. Yeah. And it's really not about the people they are bullying. It's a reflection of who they are. Choose to block those messages, claim your personal power, define and love yourself, and start moving forward. Because it's all about believing in who you are and your capabilities and loving and valuing yourself, claiming your positive self-esteem and your personal power. So you create a wonderful life. Yes. Do you remember a time in your life when you made this conscious decision aside from, you know, once you became an adult and you had started turning your messages around and recognizing who you were and how other people had affected your perception of yourself and now you can choose it and make it what you want. Then did you come across anything later as an adult that made you have to kind of go through this process again? Once I figured all this out was when I realized that I was not married to the person who was right for me anymore. Mm. And that was a hugely difficult decision. It wasn't right for him either anymore because Mm -hmm. I'd grown and changed and become stronger and it wasn't working for him that way. And so we had to part ways. And that was really, really hard step to take. But it was also a hugely necessary step to take for me to be able to be who I am. To live your truth. Yes. Loving and valuing yourself, believing in yourself is living your truth. Everybody has the right to do that. Yes. So I hope our listeners will honor who they are and give themselves permission to also do that. Beautifully said. 
Wrap us up. Okay, so when you believe in yourself, you have faith in your abilities and know you can handle whatever comes along. And when you believe in yourself, you have positive self-esteem, which goes hand in hand. It allows you to create the life of your dreams. You learn about messages from people about who you are from the day you were born spoken and unspoken messages, and they may or may not be accurate. When you believe in yourself, there are many positives, including better health, successful relationships, and more success in every area of your life. If your needs were met and you were treated in a loving way, you learned that you are a valuable person and the groundwork for self-belief and positive self-esteem was born. If you didn't have positive love and input when you were young, your sense of self might be stunted. When that happens, it's difficult to overcome early negative messages and believe that you are lovable and valuable, but you always have the power to identify the negative early messages and resulting self-talk and reframe them into the positive. I can, I will. You can do this by looking at where they came from and realizing they were more about the person delivering the message than about you. And then you can move ahead and create your own positive messages and self-talk and claim your power and create the life you want. I have to thank you on behalf of my brother and myself. I don't think you've ever wavered in affirming our worth. Oh, good. You and dad. And (laughs) I mean, I did not realize how hard that is to do as a parent to just be very careful to not let the day-to-dayness of life and parenting come across in a way that is detrimental. I mean, it can be very hard and kids are irritating. (laughs) (laughs) And I, especially so, (laughs) as a teenager. And to this day, I have my moments. And you never let that affect your messages to me. You will say, Shannon, you are being irrational. Or Shannon, (laughs) you might want to look at this, maybe like toughen up. But it has never been about my worth or our worth. You have to separate that. You separate the behavior from the personal value. Anybody who's raising children and with yourself also, you have to understand People make mistakes, people do silly things, people do stupid things, but that is not who they are, and you have to separate those. So I'm glad that it was good for you. Yay! You turned out pretty spectacular, so... I remember a coworker who I struggled with and fairly he struggled with me as well. But I don't think I realized how much until I think he was trying to insult me. <laughs> <laughs> and he made a comment in a derogatory tone about how, well, I don't think Shannon struggles with self-esteem. <laughs> and you said, absolutely. And I was like, stunned because he was trying to insult me. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, no, I don't. Really? I mean, <laughs> yay! I don't always feel amazing about myself, but I always know that I'm worthy. Yes. It was interesting. So yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> How fun. Thank you, Mama. Thank you, Shani. <laughs> so to all of you, we really want to hear from you. You listen to our personal corny stories. We want to hear yours. So tell us those stories about how self-esteem and personal power affect your life, how you found yours, if you found yours, or the things you're struggling with in finding yours. And if there are topics you'd like us to address in future episodes, we want to hear about those as well. We love the suggestions. We would also really appreciate it if you wanted to review our podcast. You can do that wherever you stream, or if you just want to talk to us directly, you can visit your personal 
littlepowerpod.com. Click contact and drop us an email. You can also get through to us on Instagram where you can find us at your personal power pod. And if you want to learn about how coaching can change your life, talk to Sandy about it. You can contact her directly by emailing sandy at insidejobscoach.com. Thank you, as always, for listening. We wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for you, and we look forward to hearing from you. So until next time, find your power and change your life.